Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. How do you turn $8 million into $11 billion? We're going to talk about that on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, how do you turn $8 million into $11 billion? And that's just for starters. Well, that's Bill Gates. Bill Gates and his various non-governmental organizations or foundations that he's associated with and founded they spent about $8 million to lobby the United States and the European Union with regards to COVID. And as a result, those so-called foundations received $11 billion in government funds to work on the COVID shot vaccination program globally. And that's just for starters. That's not counting the money that they received from investing in these pharmaceutical companies. In fact, Bill Gates says that investing in the pharmaceutical companies is the best investment that he's ever made. Let me talk about Bill Gates, okay? He was, what, a computer businessman. He has no knowledge of medical uh, information. He does no knowledge about these COVID shots. He does anything about that. However, I saw an interview with him recently, and the reporter was asking him point blank these different issues that, have, that are the results that are coming out about these COVID shots being harmful and the different results. And he was like waffling more than the Waffle Houses on Sunday. He was going, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. he didn't answer. No, he wouldn't answer it. Because he knows the truth. And he hesitated over and over again. He was waffling like crazy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, about the whole question about safe and effective. And the oh, reporter but we need something on else. one of the legacy media programs, it was uh, uh, one of the TV programs, actually was saying that information was coming out that they're not safe or effective. And she had the data and she says, well, you're supposed to know more about this. So you, you know, she's asking the questions and obviously he doesn't want to say the real answer knowing that these are harmful. And I can probably guarantee you he didn't have any of these COVID shots himself, but the money he's making off this is unreal. Well, Joe Biden wants to skip the Senate ratification process of two-thirds vote for a treaty and sign America on unilaterally to the World Health Organization's treaty that would transform it from an advisory organization to a legally binding authority on not only the United States, but all the other member nations as well. A huge change. Mega billionaire Bill Gates, he has made so much money after leaving Microsoft. He made, obviously, lots of money there, but he used that money then to create foundations and then to invest and begin to work in the pharmaceutical industry with respect to vaccines and medicines. And so if you go back to 2010 in a TED Talk, he said that he wanted to reduce CO2 emissions by at least the year 2050 to zero. It was called innovating to zero. And point one of a four-point plan was to reduce human population by abortion, what he would call reproductive health care, that's abortion. And number two, 
if we do good on making new vaccines, new vaccines, new vaccines would be another way to be able to reduce human population. And he wants to reduce it back then by 10 to 15 percent, which would be about 700 million people plus at that time to a billion people on the planet. But, you know, I, my question is, if he's so interested in the climate, is he living in a small solar house, well, uh, he's got, not He just flying? bought the largest private jet uh, charter company in the world. So you speak with forked tongue is what I say. If you're really interested in climate uh, in, in the atmosphere, then you would be leading the way. But I don't see that happening. I see this as a way to push your agenda with abortions and with vaccines and to make money. Because if he's the largest private funder of the WHO, you know that his influence and his word is going to be involved in these different decisions. Well, let's look at climate change. I mean, because of Gates' enormous amount of funding, in fact, uh, one year just recently, I think it was 2021, maybe 2022, he gave more money through his foundations to the WHO, the World Health Organization, than the United States or Germany. He gave more money than any nation. He's the largest by far private funder of the WHO. And in fact, after getting $11 billion, he gave, I think, about $1.2 billion to the WHO. So Why couldn't he, he use speaks, his money for something good? The WHO, WHO well. listens. So let's look at climate change. In 2010, he obviously, we know where he is on climate change. You can go to his Twitter feed. You'll know where he is on climate change. He wants to reduce human population. He wants to reduce CO2 in order to um, save the planet, really, is his idea. Mm. So in 2010, that's what he said. CO2 emissions need to be reduced to zero. As part of that, he needs to reduce human population. His investment appears to be paying off because now what he's doing is he is taking his ideas and he is using the WHO to implement them. So a quick review, for example, of the WHO amendments reveals this climate change scheme. In fact, its website says, quote, climate change is the single biggest health threat facing humanity, close quote. Rationing medical care. Under the notion of, quote, public health, close quote, the WHO amendments seek to gain control over all, all medical interventions, which include rationing of medical treatment. Medical rationing is not a novel idea among the globalist elite. In fact, Joe Biden is quite familiar with the concept. During the Obama-Biden administration, Ezekiel Emanuel recommended withholding medical treatment from the young, elderly, feeble, and disabled. He even wanted to reduce human population and even suggested doing so by placing a sterilizing agent in drinking water without people's knowledge. And, of course, it was Ezekiel Emanuel that Biden selected in... 2020 as part of his transition team to be part of the COVID task force. This is a guy who wants to reduce human population. He also says when he reaches age 75 that he wants to refuse certain medical treatment now because he thinks you're way past your prime. Basically, you're past your prime if you're 60. So after 60, medical treatment gets rationed. And before either 25 or 35, Medical treatment gets rationed. If in between, by the way, those years, uh, you happen to have a sickness or you become feeble of some sort, medical treatment gets rationed. Is he writing that same prescription for himself? Or is this just for other seniors on the planet? He's writing it for himself. Really? Yeah. I mean, he just came out with an article 
in the Atlantic that says uh, he is going to refuse certain medical treatment once he reached 75. Unbelievable. So he is, you know, he says he's going to follow that. If he has a broken arm, he's going to get that repaired, but he's not going to get um, various kinds of cancer testing or other kinds of uh, preventative medicine testing or do other kinds of things as well. You just have to realize, though, this is all marketing because you hear Biden saying these kind of things about uh, climate change and all that. But it's really to control the population, really, because they don't value life. They don't value what God has created in all of us as life. So they're trying to figure out ways they can live forever, but eliminate other people. Yeah, you know, of course, obviously, population control uh, is much easier if people don't produce. Obviously, you can do that through abortion. But you can also do that through sterilization. Yes. And we now know that these COVID shots have had a very negative effect on human reproduction. Child medical abuse, too, would also be part of this because another way to reduce population is to permanently sterilize people before they even reach the age of fertility and repopulation, uh, reproduction uh, age. Like, for example, with the LGBTQ agenda, according to the WHO or the WHO, Quote, gender affirmative health care can include any single or combination of a number of social, psychological, behavioral, or medical, including hormonal treatment or surgery, interventions designed to support and affirm an individual's gender identity. But this is an industry, remember. They're making a lot of money. 2007, you had one of these gender clinics on the planet in the United States. Now you have hundreds of them. So it's an industry, again, to make more money by abusing and mutilating these children. Well, in abortion, uh, the WHO Director General Tedros, after the Supreme Court of the United States came down and overruled uh, the Roe versus Wade decisions, uh, blasted the United States. And he claims that the practice of killing children in the mother's womb, quote, saves lives, close quote. It's an industry. Planned Parenthood is making billions of dollars off of that. So the WHO wants to make sure you have access to abortion. So if you have states that are restricting abortion access, the WHO will consider that a public health crisis. This is a real fire alarm because if the WHO does gain this kind of authority, you're talking about climate change, rationing medicine, child abuse kinds of medicine, abortion, and so much, much more. Go to lc.org forward slash WHO forward slash WHO, send faxes, sign the petition, and call your members of Congress. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.